My name is Sadin Ra. I am the Grand Pega of adventures and quests, dungeons and dungeoneering. When I began this story, I told you that it is one of my favorites, despite there being no grand heroes, no world-saving end. That remains true. We wake up at the side of a serene, crystalline lake after having a terrible night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Our dreams were filled with blood and danger. Acrea got the worst of it. Um, she woke up constantly throughout the night uh, with just the worst nightmares she could imagine. And I think when, Marin, when you see Acrea, she is looking run down. Uh, the, the bright red of her horns and scales are dull. That gold looks like tarnished. And Sorel is kind of shadowing Acrea in a way. Sorrel always kinds of shadows Acrea, like just is like constantly lingering around Acrea, but mm-hmm. now it you can tell Sorrel is worried. Okay. Uh, what's it like when you get up? Probably not very different. Um, this has been a very physically and emotionally trying trial. That was poorly set up for myself there. Um, like this little adventure has just been so bad for Marin. Just so bad. Just the worst. It's been absolutely the worst. And after a crappy night's sleep, it's not better. It's not better. Crabby Marin is back. Tired Marin is here to stay. Just the worst. Not good. Yeah. Not good times. Circles. Tired. I think I probably all of us are like just a little dull. Like we're all duller in color and attitude we're just more subdued more dull yeah and i think as you like look over the camp you see that orlins is also already up and they are tending to yonder uh trying to make sure yonder is stable and is okay they're they're kind of off to the side yeah with yonder like lying in the grass and orlins kind of trying to do what they can i think we've said you know Orleans' specialty was never, like, healing magic, right. but they know enough, like, to stabilize, to mm-hmm. keep to keep Yonder alive. I think Marinette, like, would we have a fire still burning? It, it probably went out in the night. I start a fire, I think, but it's just, like, it, there's just a very heavy atmosphere. Like, if Orleans is over there, I'm not going over there. Like, Marin likes to be by herself. On a good day, there's no way she wants to be around anybody right now. So I think she's just kind of tending to the fire, bringing it back up, making the equivalent of camping coffee, but without coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would have brought that. So as you're as you're getting everything set up, 
Uh, you see something weird. How uh, new and unusual. <laughs> Akreya takes Sorrel over to Orlance, and the satchel that Akreya always carries with her that carries uh, the golden egg of our Lyrion, she hands it to Orlance. She talks to Orlance for a couple seconds, hands it to Orlance, looks to Sorrel, and like you see, like she gestures to Sorrel to stay with Orlance. And Akreya walks over to you. And as she walks up to you, you see just how bad she looks. Like, mm-hmm. she looks rough. And she goes, uh, Marin, would, would you come with me to inspect the shrine by the edge of the lake? I think someone who doesn't know Marin is just going to see kind of like a blank expression on Marin's face. But when Sorrel asks Marin that, there's like, a moment of like blind rage and then like pure frustration and then acceptance. Her face never moves, but if you like know her, you see like the tiny wrinkle show up by the edge of her eye or you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. because like, are you kidding me? Another side quest? I just want to go home. Like that's, um, you know what I mean? Like that's immediately what's coming through her head. But like I said, she gets to acceptance and she's like, yes. And she walks with Here's my question. Does Akreya know Marin well enough at this point to see it? I don't know. I think Marin, I mean, Akreya probably knows Marin well enough to know that Marin doesn't want to. Akreya has three wits, so I think she does see it. Yeah. I think the she's first in- emotion was blind rage, then frustration, then acceptance. Mm-hmm. She got there. I think Akreya says, please, Marin, um, I really wouldn't ask this if it wasn't important. I think by the time she's already saying those words, Marin's already standing up, right? Because, like, that that set of emotions was really instantaneous. So as she's saying that, the blind rage comes back again. Because in Marin's head, she's like, I'm already standing. I'm already standing. I'm already doing this. I don't want to do this, and I'm already doing this. I totally get it. Akrae is, like, asking a favor of somebody she knows doesn't want to be doing this favor. And then that person's like, I'm doing it. I'm already doing it. This is so annoying. So it's just very hostile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I think... Uh, matches Marin, but she's already standing and she's heading towards the the shrine. Okay. Uh, Akreya has her staff and her book and she catches up with you with her little legs <laughs> and uh, the two of you come to this shrine and it's this, we said before that it's uh, this uh, shrine gilded in purple, lilac and gold. And it's got these golden lanterns set about it and i think it's it's pretty large it's like the size of like a small hut or like a shed on the edge of this lake and it's got these kind of uh ornamental uh it's it's very like decorative in its architecture inside is a driftwood statue of this knight standing uh at kind of at attention what is a detail about the statue that tells you that this knight is not kindly? I think the type of wood, maybe, or the way that the wood appears, like, very spiky, lots of edges. It looks like it would give you a splinter if you touched it. Like a really kind of scary, almost thorny looking wood. Okay. And uh, left around 
Yeah, I think uh, there are little gold coins and like little gold trinkets. Nothing worth like a ton, but definitely gold kind of like at his feet that people have obviously left. And Akreya, I think as y'all enter into the shrine, uh, Akreya is trembling. She's like shaking. So the question is, does Marin say anything about that or just approach the shrine? Because we didn't the night before, hence the negative dreams. I don't think Marin says anything. I don't think I say anything to Akreya. Akreya asked me for this favor, so I don't even think she's going to say anything. I don't think she's going to do anything at all. I think she's going to wait to see what Akreya does. I think Akreya turns to you and she goes, you never put a lot of stock in the Pega, right? It's not necessarily that I didn't put a lot of stock in the Pega. It's more that didn't know if they were real and I didn't know if they were not real. It was a more of a not knowing than a not caring. The dragon believe in the Pega. Uh, our Illyrian believed in the Pega. And we have... Did you know that dragons have different Pega? I did not. Yeah, they're... Some are the same, but... You know, we value different things, so we worship different Pega than humans do. And it can be really important. I I think this one doesn't like us. Well? Or it doesn't like me. I don't know. I, it, I don't know. Something bad has happened. I don't much like this Pega either. But I do know that there's only so much, if the Pega are real... There's only so much that they can do without our involvement. They only have so much control. So if we don't give it to them, if we don't give them control, there's only so much they can do to us. If they're real. I like that. Uh, I'm actually going to face danger for Akreya. Right, because I think of the Pega like fairies. If you don't believe in them, they die. That's really interesting. That's very interesting to me. I'm going to roll. Oh, what? Two plastic die and a metal die? Yeah. Ugh. I can't find another plastic D10. I don't. Our dice have become an t- absolute mess. It's almost like having a toddler in here was a bad idea. Yeah, right. That is a. That's a critical success, actually. Yes, it is. So I think your words really move Akreya. This idea of like that we give the Pega the strength. And, like, if we don't go along with them, they can't hurt us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Hold on. I didn't say the bit about them being, like, fairies. That was me to you. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. But but everything but the, else yeah, you were yeah. saying was in, was in the same line, Yeah, right? it was. It was, yeah. And I think that really has an effect on Akreya. I think she goes, um, I was raised as a priestess for the hive, so I... My whole life has been dedicated to the Pega and to our Illyrian. And it was to protect the hive. And in the end, all of the rituals and the worship and the sacrifices didn't save us. Can I have your your hatchet? Yes, I give it to her. She takes it and she takes the blade and she just kind of like, puts it under one of her scales and kind of pries up a scale. Okay. One of these golden scales on her arm. 
and it bleeds a little bit, but not terribly. And she sets it down with the rest of the Knight's Horde. I know that the Pega are here, but I don't know. I don't know anymore why I should worship them. I think Marin kind of gently takes her hatchet back. By the way, that is not what I thought she was going to do. I thought she was going to hatchet this night. Mm. Um, but I take the hatchet back and Marin says this. Do you feel better after you practice a, a worship ritual? Yeah. Then that's why you do it. It doesn't matter if the pig care. It doesn't matter if they're real. It doesn't matter if they listen. It doesn't matter if you do it right. It doesn't matter if you feel better. That's the reason to do it. If you're looking for spiritual advice, you've come to the wrong person. But if you're looking for what'll get you through the day, I think you, you just do what feels right. You do what makes you feel better. And she digests that for a minute. And then she goes, thanks for, for coming with me. Um, can we get out of here? Absolutely. Already started walking. Yeah. So the two of you go back to camp. And uh, I think Orleans has finished tending to yonder. And they give the... they give. Akraya back their satchel. And that was a big move. Yeah. To give it away. That was a big deal. Yeah. Eventually, y'all finish packing up. Is there any conversations you want to have with anyone before y'all start moving, trying to get back to? No. I didn't want to have the one with Akraya. <laughs> I woke up cranky. This has been a terrible journey. We're not even done with it. No, I don't want to talk to anybody. Okay. I will talk if they want to, but I'm not starting anything. Okay. So what is the plan for getting back to Melura? To get everybody on and around Osmer in the way that's going to get us to Melura without anybody dying. Okay. So what is that? Um, I can't remember. The problem is that I can't remember if we put Yonder on Osmer or if he was being dragged behind Osmer. I believe y'all strapped him onto Osmer. Okay. So that's what we're doing. He's going back on Osmer. The kobolds are on either side of Osmer, and myself and Orlans are to the north and south of Osmer, and we just start heading out. Okay. I think this is undertake... Wait, nope. Uh, it's not undertake a journey. I believe it is... Is it just reach your destination? Well, we no, don't right. have... The so, when we ended the our delve mm -hmm. we tried to get back and there was a complication which is why we ended up here right so i'm actually wondering now if this might just be a face danger rule right to get through when you attempt something risky traversing this landscape would you say that's risky though well it definitely features a little bit of risk that's fair right you're risking at the like so like if you look at the complications traveling through this unfamiliar territory you could risk momentum, you could risk harm, you could risk stress, and you could risk supply. Okay. All of those things could be used up yeah. just by tracking. All right. I think that makes sense then. Face danger. Okay. So how, what is your method for leading the team out of here? Stomping through the woods. There's no finesse. I know with my internal compass, 
the approximate location of this town. Mm -hmm. So I just start stomping through the woods in that direction. Loudly stomping. Okay. I, that definitely, done. that sounds like iron. I am done. What is my iron? Did I just roll? You rolled three ones. <laughs> my iron is very good. It's my highest stat. So I did it. Yeah. that's So that's another critical success. Mm-hmm. So we have a twist that is going to work out in our favor. So I think first off, we make really good time. Yeah. I think we set off in the morning and we get back to Melura probably around or just before noon. Okay. Um, it takes us a couple hours. We don't hit any anything difficult or dangerous. I think I have an idea also for something that we can use that crit for uh but i'm interested if you have any ideas for like what what is really good about this getting back to town yeah that i'm done with this journey (laughs) because seriously the minute i decided i was going after yonder it's been one bad thing after another um so like literally just seeing those buildings it's almost like you can see the weight coming off of marin um because she knows she made a bad call but she'd still make it again. This was always going to happen. She was always going to go after Yonder, but going after Yonder was a terrible decision. So I think just seeing those buildings is a a weight off of her. That's the good thing. I think the twist good thing, uh, and this is a little, maybe a little gruesome, but as we come through the gates of Melura, so like we pass through all those farms that border the outside and we come to the main wall and, and enter into the city and Melure is this beautiful blue city and as we're making our way through town there's a lot of talk there's a lot of chatter um it's very it's normal city loud but also kind of like there's there's an energy in the town okay clearly something good has happened mm-hmm. and as we come to a uh, a square like a big market square, Mm -hmm. we see uh, the adventurers who you had rallied are back. And there is a, let's let's say it's the head, the head of the blue wyvern. It can only be the head. That would be the only appropriate thing. Yeah. Uh, The head of the blue wyvern is hanging from like a gallows, Mm -hmm. basically. And these Adventures are basically being hailed as celebrities who have, you know, saved the city from a great plight. And this is not usually like the reception that wyvern hunters get, mm-hmm. but Melura has not dealt with wyverns in a long time. And this was something that was going on for weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, these advent, these, these wyvern slayers are getting kind of a hero, an unusual hero's welcome yeah. for slaying this this blue wyvern that was terrorizing the city. Yeah, that just makes Marin sad because that's going to encourage these wyvern slayers to keep going, to keep hunting, and just more people are going to die. And because of that wyvern, because of this reception, hoping for something like this, yonder's on the back of my ox. So that just makes Marin sad. She's not mad about it. She gets it. She was there, you know, 40 years ago, but she's sad about it. Yeah. Where are you going? The hospital. (laughs) Immediately the hospital. 
Um, all Which right. I don't know if is a thing in this town, but... The word hospital feels modern. It does. But I guess it would be a... Like a clinic or a healing person. Yeah, right? Like a... Yeah. Uh, yeah Medicine I woman? I don't... Perhaps. I guess I don't know enough about... I think hospitals are fairly recent. I yeah, do, right? I, I do think hospitals are fairly recent, but... I mean, healers aren't, so yeah. there's a healer in that town. There's definitely healers. Here's I, a question. Hmm. Do the adventurers see us with Yonder? Or are they so caught up in their revelry? I was thinking they were caught up with the re- revelry. I don't think they would notice y'all. Okay. But if you want to... No, I don't want to. I just was wondering. Yeah, I think you... I mean, it kind of sounds like Marin maybe like tries do- doesn't want to be noticed, maybe tries to like sneak past. Yeah. Yeah, you take, you take Orland's... No, you take Yonder mm-hmm. to a healer. Do you manage the healer or do you think Orleans manages? So I think as we're going towards the healer, um, I am having a small conversation with Orleans. Not an in-depth one, but just like, do you want to take responsibility for this boy? Not take responsibility, but like, you know, be in charge of his care and his recovery. Mm-hmm. So as you're talking with them, you notice like they're really pale. They have dark circles under their eyes. They are a. They had a terrible night's sleep, full of nightmares. Mm-hmm. B. All the weird shit that y'all encountered the day before. And C. They're like out of mana. They're like compl- mm. like they've used up all their mana. They have no more magic left, basically, and they are feeling drained, like spiritually drained. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm happy to manage. Yonder's recovery if you're planning on taking off. I am. Just, you are, you're not interested in seeing the recovery of the man you. No. Rallied for? Not really, no. Saving him wasn't about saving him. He could have been literally anybody else. His, his body, his personhood is not what was important about saving him. He was a young wyvern hunter who I may or may not have influenced, and he was dying, or is currently dying. I would like him to make a recovery, but I was prepared to find his body, so witnessing his recovery is not necessary. This has been a fool's errand trying to recover him, and I just desperately want this to be over. I want to get back to my farm. I never want to see another living thing again. They keep walking and they go, is that really how you feel? Yes, it is. I have had more excitement and adventure in one life than 50 people put together. I am tired and I want to go home. I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for a great debt that I owed. I just want to pay that debt and go home. If you are willing to help with this, that would be phenomenal. But if you're not willing, that's fine too. I will I will make other arrangements. I'll take yonder to the to the medic. Um Hold on. I'll take him to the medic. But he's not going to recover in a day. Someone's going to have to stay with him. Like we'll take him. I'll keep an eye on him. Yeah. I'm not ready to leave Melura just yet. I Let me take him to the medic. Let me get some let me recover some of my mana. And would you just hang around for a few hours? I'm not leaving today. You're not? No. 
I'm tired of sleeping on the ground. I'd like another day of sleeping in a bed before I have to sleep on the ground. No, I just believe that his recovery will take weeks, possibly months, and I'm not spending that time here. Oh, yeah. We will, we will be here for another day or so, possibly three days, and then we're leaving. We're going towards the coast. All right. Uh, do you know what inn you're staying at? Are you, Zach, asking me that? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, does does Marin, like, is she going back to the old yeah, inn? Yeah, I'm just going to go back to the same place. I don't remember the name. It doesn't matter because <laughs> I'm just going to, I I it won't even look at a sign. I'm just yeah. going to follow my feet. You give Orleans, or Orleans asks for the name mm-hmm. of the of the inn you're staying at. Was it the rooster? The cock? We've named so many inns. I know. It I, probably yeah. had something to do with a galu. I love, I mean, I always just want to throw in, I don't know why. It's a good word. You carry yonder to, or Osmer carries yonder to this medic. You help Orleans get yonder down. Yonder is looking bad, as bad as anyone, and also much worse. But they are breathing shallowly. There is some color in his face. Mm -hmm. Orleans carries him into the medic's storefront, and y'all separate. You're going to that end? Yeah. To recoup? Yeah. It's not even a thought. Just going straight there. All right. Yeah. You you get into this inn and you check in. There's still like, you're a few blocks away from where the uh, adventures have the wyvern. So there's a lot of bustling as people go to see it. Akreya and Sorel are not looking great. They're looking a little uh defeated and you get two rooms what is important for Marin to do today eat i know so we were gathering supplies we were about to head out of town when we took on the yonder case Mm -hmm. so we had a bunch of supplies but that took a lot longer than intended so it ate up some of our supplies so today is to eat to rest and to stock up on supplies that now need restocking but because that was such a cluster of a side journey, I'm not going to make the kobolds. Akray looked terrible. I'm not going to make them start traveling again tomorrow if they're not ready. If they're mm. ready, we might go. But if they're not ready, we'll spend an additional day here. Yeah. But we're not going to head out until the morning at the earliest. I think you go about collecting supplies while the kobolds rest. And in the evening, you are in the tavern area of the inn when Orlins comes in. Orlins comes in, uh, and they're looking much better. And they, where, where are, are you at a table? Or are you at oh, the bar? Oh, back corner. Yeah. Head down. I'm like Aragorn in a pub. Okay. Uh, Orlins comes in, and they say, uh, I'm going to sit with you. And they sit down. <laughs> Yonder's looking better. He's going to be okay. I don't think I say anything. I think I incline my head and hand over an ale that I had had because I knew Orleans was coming. Yeah. So I like pass it over. They uh, they take a sip and they go, um, he lost a couple fingers, but uh, other than some lightning scarring, he's going to be okay. Um don't know if he's going to be in any rush to go back out. I think Marin, yeah, I think all you get from Marin is like a, mm, 
And that's it. He lost his friends. Yep. If you hadn't gone out, if you hadn't been on a quest, if the wyvern hadn't been related to what happened to those kobolds, Yonder would have died in that cave. Probably. All we can do is try to help people. Maybe I saved Yonder. Maybe I didn't. Maybe somebody else would have come and found him in that cave. But I'm not saving another Yonder in another town who's dying alone in a cave because they were looking for a thrill, hoping to have their names sung about. I don't disagree. It is it is worth it to help people. But like this, all the time, it's exhausting. And I think it's dangerous. It's more dangerous. I'm putting more people at risk. All of us are. Don't get me wrong, Marin. I don't mean to say that you have a responsibility to help these people. Everyone is making their own choices. Everyone is doing their own stupid thing. The gods know that we did, but there's one less dead adventure because you worked hard to make them safe. And I think you do yourself a disservice if you don't acknowledge that you've done something good. You're exhausted. I'm exhausted. Those poor kobolds are a mess. But you did something good, and we can't save everybody. You don't need to save everybody, but you did something good. I fixed a wrong. That is not the same thing. But you are right that I'm exhausted, and you're exhausted, and those kobolds are exhausted. So let's sit and have this ale as friends and not annoying guiders trying to spiritual job hunters i don't know what you're trying to do here but we're not doing that we're just gonna sit here and be friends they they laugh a little bit and they go uh you were never much for sentimentality i have to be honest i don't really know what priya saw in you Marin. i like lift up my ale glass i tip it towards orleans and i go me neither and i down it and they drink with you for a little while and they 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 don't try to preach to you um anymore they don't try to you know uplift you but they just they just drink and hang out with you spend some time with you i think you can tell that that is what marin needed a little bit like there's a little bit more levity to marin you Said you don't want to make the kobolds go out the next day. I'm not going to make them. If they want to, they can, but I'm not going to make them. So what is your plan for day two? If it's them sleeping all day, then that's what it is. I'm not pushing them. I'm going to make sure they eat, but I'm not going to push them. That's not typical Marin, but that's how I'm showing I care about them. Okay. Um, But when I bring them food, because I'm going to bring them food in the morning if they're not already down, I am going to ask if they would like to start leaving today or if they'd like to leave tomorrow. Yeah, you you take them some food to their room. They they didn't leave their room. But they're they're looking okay. Their color is starting to come back. Sorel is not quite her kind of energized self. 
But she is happy to see you when you come to the door, and she is happy to see food Mm -hmm. when you bring it to them. And they start eating, and uh, Akreya says, "Um, I have to tell you something, Marin. I had more nightmares last night. Did you? Did I? What do we think? Does Marin have a lot of nightmares? Well, here's this is what I I already decided what I was going to say. So, Akreya asked, did you? I say, not any more than usual. She nods and she goes, nothing about the night on the lake. Is that what you dreamed about? She nods and she goes, um, I think there's something following me. And Sorel, you can see Sorel looks like kind of spooked. Mm-hmm. Like as if Akrea is talking about a ghost story. And Akrea says, um, I think we should maybe try to get to Pongip as soon as we can. You let me know when you want to leave. She nods. I think Sorel finishes her meal and she goes, uh, Marin, do you want to go see the wyvern with me? Have you ever been at a park with small children and you can see the exhaustion on the parent's (laughs) face that has to like keep pushing the swing? Uh Uh-huh. That is the fa- that's the face that Marin makes. And she goes, sure, we can go see it together. So y- y'all make plans to go see the Wyvern. And there's this big crowd. The adventurers aren't there, um, but there's still people kind of going in to see, the, see this huge Wyvern. And you get there, you go with Sorrel, what? How do you feel seeing this wyvern's head? Again, sad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just sad. Because I know the likely trajectory of those wyvern hunters. And that's all I'm thinking of when I see this wyvern. Maybe a little anger. Because, like, you made my job so much harder in finding this dead boy. Well, he's not dead, but he could have been dead. And his friends are dead. Um, but mainly sadness. Just sad. And you know, as you're thinking about that, thinking about all the implications of this thing, uh, you hear Sorrel uh, start crying. I just put my arm around Sorrel. Pat her on the arm back as we're looking at it. When you do that, she turns and she grabs your leg in like a big hug and like tucks her head into your pant leg. Mm -hmm. Yep, just more patting. Not going to say anything. We're in a public space. This isn't the time to do that anyway. But after a while, I think I start moving us towards, I don't know, a bench or a shady tree, something a little less in the way. I think possibly surprising Marin, uh, Sorel doesn't talk about it. Sorel has always kind of been one to really talk about everything. Uh, But Sorel doesn't talk about it. Marin gets that. Marin gets it. She does. Sometimes words just complicate things. And I think Marin says that. I think Marin says sometimes words just complicate things. And when Sorel nods at that, you wonder briefly if you are starting to rub off on her. Oh, like panic shoots through me with that thought. No one should be like me. Not a single person. So that's not a good thing, is what Marin is thinking. Uh, listeners at home, that's because of the trauma. Marin is the way she is because of the trauma. So no one should be like this because of 
again, because of trauma, mm-hmm. just lots and lots of trauma. Mm-hmm. So are they sitting on a bench or by a tree or? Uh, yeah, just... yeah. You, you found a little bench. Okay. Yeah, I think like, yeah, there's a bench and a little tree. Yeah. Okay. So, I, yeah. So Marin says, you know, sometimes words complicate things. She has that thought and like everybody can know, everybody walking by knows that Marin just had like a really terrible thought. Because her face is like, oh, God, no, no. But there are no words. She doesn't say anything to Sorrel. Okay. Just sit there for a little bit, I think. And eventually the two of you go back to the room. And uh, Akraya is tending to the egg. And I think, you know, inspecting her things. She's got her and Sorrel's stuff all laid out. And she's kind of inspecting it, checking over the supplies and making sure everything is everything's good you realize that after several weeks y'all are about halfway through what was supposed to be a three-week trip mm-hmm. you have quite a long ways to get uh before you get to Pongip. what are i guess what what are your plans like what's your plan so, now so I walk into the room. Akraya is doing all that. I think I go, we're going to leave in the morning. We're going to head out in the morning. So make sure you have everything you could possibly need. Because we're not stopping unless we have to come the morning. And then I walk out the room. And what is the likelihood that now that that wyvern's dead, there would be some sort of merchant buggy or train or something? Merchant buggy or train? Yeah, I don't know if they have trains. But like some sort of large gathering of people all heading in the same direction. Oh, like a caravan. Yes. Uh, good. Okay. I asked the bartender because that's the person who knows everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are any heading in the direction that we are going to be heading in, and we are joining that group. Okay. At least for part of it, because there is safety in numbers, we're less likely to encounter, you know, wyverns or vengeful spirits. Yeah, there were a lot of merchants who were kind of stuck in the city Mm -hmm. who had been waiting to get out as soon as, you know, things cleared up. And they've kind of put together a makeshift caravan. And you talk to some folk and uh, or the like the the manager of the tavern, the head of the tavern Mm -hmm. puts you in contact with some merchants who are traveling north. And uh, yeah, they... They agree to let you join them uh, as long as you, you know, promise to provide some muscle if needed. They're not really expecting anything, but. Yes, that is a very fair trade-off. As soon as I get that settled, I am going over to Orleans and letting Orleans know our plans and when we're leaving. They nod, um... And they, they're looking much better now. They say, uh, I'm going to stick around until Yonder is let out from the healers. And then I'm probably also going to be moving on. It was very interesting to see you again, Marin. Same. If you ever find yourself in... And then I say the name of the area where I have the farm because <laughs> I can't remember that anymore. It's been a long time yes. in out of game time yeah. since you were since you were there. Right. 
Um, spent a lot of time in game time too. Yeah. But I say the name, like, if you're ever around, come find me. And they nod and they say, uh, I think I would like to visit you in your new life and see how that's treating you. Marin does one of her famous head inclines, no words, and I think starts decline, head incline, whatever. Yeah, I head tilt. Tilt. I tilt my head and then uh, go back to the room. Before you leave, Oron says, take care of those kobolds and try to get out of your head a little bit. I'm trying to think if Marin would be like, what the fuck? And then just walk out or actually say something nice. I think Marin turns around and goes, what? And then walks out. <laughs> what? And I think, I think Orlans laughs at that. Yeah. Because they, they, they know who Marin is. <laughs> you finish packing up. You and the kobolds get your things together. You notice that Akreya has some, as y'all prepare to head out, you notice that Akreya has some new, like, charms, like, things that it appears that she's made, uh, little woven grass charms and uh, things with flowers and stuff, stuff that you've never seen her wear before, but she's wearing now, and it is a bright and sunny day, the first sunny day that you have seen in Melura as you go to the northern gate and meet up with this caravan that's preparing to head out. And Osmer is dry for the first time in days. Oh, yeah. And he's feeling a little bit better about his cantankerous self. He's still Osmer, but mm -hmm. he's feeling a little bit better. The kobolds are obviously like having a little bit of a rough time, but it is sunny and it is bright. And there's a green forest ahead of you. What is Marin thinking? I think Marin's thinking it's a nice day to get this over with. Like, just ready to be done with this. Marin really wasn't kidding. Just wants to go back to the farm. Just wants to go back to planting potatoes. Like, Marin's done. So it's a nice day to get this over with. That's all she keeps thinking. As y'all are... Joining up with the caravan, I think you feel like a tug on your pant leg, mm -hmm. and it's Sorel, and she goes, um, Marin, I know that you only came with us because you owe us, a, you owe a debt, right? I know you didn't want to come with us, but thank you anyway for showing me what it's like outside that I wanted to give you this. And she has made uh, a little wooden doll of a kobold, like similar to the one that she has. Mm -hmm. um, it's not as nice. It's kind of, uh, it's poorly made. Like the face is all kind of like, uh, it's like slanted. It's like not carved symmetrically. Mm -hmm. The sewing on the body is really bad, but it's this little uh, kobold doll. And she goes, um, I made you this. Um, I know that it's not really your your thing, but uh, sorry. Marin takes it and see what Diana would say. It's like, oh no, it's so fine. Look at you. I can see all the hard work you did and stuff. 
Um, so that's like my first instinct, but that's not Marin's. I think Marin's is, here's what Marin does. Marin says, thank you. And then puts it on the inside of her poncho pocket closest to like her heart. And I think Sorel gets that. And the caravan starts to move and there's the groaning of wagon wheels and the uh, moaning of draft animals as people start moving out. And Osmer kind of nuzzles your shoulder and the four of you start on your quest again to take this egg to the only place where it can hatch to bring life into the world for someone who once saved your life and the quest isn't over you've still got a long way to walk Thank you for joining us for Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode, I think, 41? Four billion. Of the Blood Gold campaign? That seems about right. How are you doing, my darling? Well, I have a child strapped to my chest, and I'm watching a monitor of a toddler who has not slept in two hours. Oh, no. For the two-hour nap that she's supposed to have. Think she's falling asleep now, which is so fun because it's the end of her nap. Yeah, that's bad. So she's not asleep, but I think she's falling asleep. So that's how I'm doing. Yeah. So that's probably a pretty good transition to some announcements. Yeah. Heart points is going to go on indefinite hiatus. It was an extremely difficult decision to make, but also an extremely necessary one because recording this episode took like two months to make happen and that's not fair to you guys to keep you on the hook like that so i've always heard that having a second child is not like one plus one Mm -hmm. it is an exponential growth in difficulty and i thought i got that um but i didn't (laughs) and also i think you know given circumstances of the world and everything going on it just makes everything a lot harder. Also, our two children are as opposite as could be. So there's a lot of juggling. There is a lot of juggling and baby wearing and screaming in my face. <laughs> there's a lot of that. So right now we cannot we we don't have capacity to commit to every other week episodes i don't even think we have capacity to say like once a month once every three months like we have no capacity to commit to anything which is why we have to go on hiatus yeah we are not formally ending the show because i don't think neither of us want to do that yeah we both dream of getting back to this at some point uh and hopefully some point relatively soon like We are going to continue thinking every day about how we can bring heart points back in some form or another. Uh, It may not look the same when it comes back, but I am pretty 
adamant that I w- that I want heart points back as soon as we can bring it back. Fully agree. This is this started as a way for us to kind of have fun together as a couple and now that we're growing our family it's going to be an amazing way to like bond as a family and also just like get some time away from children screaming in my face Mm -hmm. but right now they're just too young for us to be able to to do that really with any regularity yeah and this has been such a fun project for me uh just getting to spend time with you and getting to like play games and try a whole bunch of different games and be involved in the TTRPG community. Um, I've just had a ton of fun doing this and I, I don't want it to end, but it, we need to take a break. Yeah. This is the last heart points episode for a while. We hope that we will be back as soon as we can, but um, we just want to thank you all so much for listening And for all the support you've given us over the years, it really has made doing this project so much fun and so fulfilling. And I can't wait to do more. The people we've gotten to meet and the experiences we've gotten to have have been so, so cool and so like expanding for us. It's, it really has just been an amazing opportunity and I'm, I am sad that we're not able to continue it the way that we want to. But if we're going to do this, I want to do it right. And this yeah. this just can't – we can't do it right right now. So thank you all for all of your support and for all of the amazing experiences. And you'll see us around. We'll do stuff. Yeah. Yep. We're still going to be around uh, at our usual haunts online. Um, I'm trying to, you know, keep writing and keep designing. So – and, and uh, keep – podcasting we're, we're gonna we're gonna do stuff to all you parents who podcast oh my god how i don't know like how i i i see other people who have like big right. families and are doing the like hardcore podcasting thing and i just have no so, idea how you do it so much respect for y'all yeah. so thank you all so much for sticking with us thank you all so much for enjoying and supporting Uh, It really has meant the world to us, and we can't wait to see you again soon. In the meantime, have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. Bye.